Welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the weekly podcast where we discuss in the trenches dialogue about things that you might be facing. We're a couple of non-experts. My name's Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we're so glad that you joined us today. Yep. Uh, Monday now, Wednesday. You okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Peggy just like jumped up on my lap and like clawed the shit out of my lap. Oh no. I was like, this is it. Heart attack. This is it. I have to call 911 Um, while she's on. In in kindergarten today, they uh, were working on words that start with SH. And I was like, oh, like, like what words did you say? And she was like, sheep. And I was like, yes. So close. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, That's saying, Shh, and you're like, eep. <laughs> um, I did want to start out this podcast today. I refuse to let you call it a mea culpa. So just know that that's not how I'll allow this to be defined. Sure. Okay. In the last 24 hours, I have experienced the joys of something that I have heretofore shunned in a big way. Okay. I'm very excited. Audiobook listening. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I accept. I accept. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember this. A few months ago, you shot down my dream to become a millionaire when I was like, make that a gajillionaire. Sure. And I was like, here's what they need to do. They need to have the option for you to read a book on Kindle. Then if you want yes. to also listen to it. Right. Funny enough, you commented, well, they do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos <laughs> naturally got there first. Yeah, so. he, deserve, he deserves every rich coming to him. But <laughs> he deserves uh, billions. <laughs> Um, it turns out, yes, he does have that feature. And in my $10 a month (laughs) rich subscription to Kindle Unlimited, I have access to it. Oh, I did not know that. That's cool. I am continuing to sell this product to you, Kindle Unlimited. I know. Um, Which to be clear to everyone, you did not know you were paying for it until last month when I informed you (laughs) that you were paying for it. So Sure, sure. Regardless, um, that's just how much monies I have. (laughs) You and Jeff, honestly. Um, I am reading a book called, uh, I see this is my struggle, my, my struggle, my struggle slash trouble, whatever. It's fine. Um, I can't call it reading Uh, the book I'm consuming. You can call um, it reading. I won't. I won't. I will not. I will not give up my principles, even if I've given up everything else. Um, (laughs) I, I'm into. I'm consuming this book called The Other Wife by Claire McGowan, Ooh, and I, I'm into it. But I was walking last night, and sometimes when I walk, I also read on my phone, which got me into Ooh, a lot of. Yeah, it got me into a lot of safe for multiple reasons. <laughs> well, I should have learned that as like a certified bookworm slash right. nerd in well, elementary someone school. Someone who listens to true crime religiously that feels like absolutely out of nowhere so (laughs) (laughs) when I was little I'd walk around reading a book all the time pretending I was Belle from Beauty and the Beast naturally um constantly running into walls corners (laughs) what have you this time on an outdoor walk cars you know whatever so it was very dark and I was in dark clothing and I was like maybe the glow will illuminate my face also maybe just look like a firefly Yes. Yes. Like I did in your backyard the other day. <laughs> right. You didn't know I, was, I was cutting through, but, uh, I decided to listen and boy, mm-hmm. we'll say I hated it for the first 
seven minutes at least. It mm-hmm. felt like it takes listening a while to, to like to bad acting theater exactly, or something. Exactly. I really cannot stand narrators like playing characters. <laughs> like right. this is British, so obviously it dulled the pain immediately because oh, it wasn't yeah. trash. All people Americans. books should not have any sort of American <laughs> accent. <laughs> right. Um, but it's a woman who has a lovely voice, but also speaking like a male sometimes. And it was That's real the difficult thing that for me. Kills me. Is like when it's fiction, when it's nonfiction, they don't need to be doing any of that. They're just reading nonfiction. But when they're reading fiction, like I know I mentioned this before when I was like saying how I can't do fiction audiobooks, but I'll never forget. I was listening for some reason to like a portion of Twilight several thousand years ago and the narrator, (laughs) several thousand seconds ago, the narrator (laughs) was like, um, doing Jacob's voice. And she was like, Hey, Bella. And it was exactly like I just said it. Like it's so obviously (laughs) weird. And so, and I was just like, "Uh, I hate this. Like, it's just so uncomfortable. Is that what you meditate to? <laughs> the Twilight soundtrack from 2000 yeah. and whenever. No, not Obviously. just the soundtrack, the actual narration. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes. The yeah. Twilight audiobook. Probably. <laughs> why would I even have had the... I don't know why I even had the audiobook because I had all exist. the books. I mean, they did because I have it in my mind. So I have that, <laughs> well, that specific part where she says that from, I think, Jacob's perspective because it was just like shattering. Well, this feels like very... I don't know. I don't know the right word. Problematic that I had some time in the car to drive by myself today. And the idea of podcasts just really turned me off. Yeah. Even though this is it. <laughs> I know. It's almost like too much. Own. Yeah. And I'm like, I just can't. I cannot hear someone else's original content except a book. That's all I need. Right. And I was driving in the car. And as you know, oftentimes if I'm into a book, I'll steal time at red lights reading it on my phone. Again, yes. not the safest because I'll like bleed <laughs> it a little I bit. Say, like, if not I, as I do. It's fine. So I was like, you know what? I could listen to this. So that's what I did in my whole ride. And I just went walking again in the dark while I waited for your PTO meeting to end. Definitely. And you know what? I'm I'm into it. I'm ashamed, but I felt like I needed to get it off my chest. That's fair. I feel like we should probably scrape together some fundraising dollars and get you one of those vests that lights up for like <laughs> serious runners. But it's like just for you because you are not going to take care of yourself. We all know that. You're not looking <laughs> That's out. That's true. So if can anyone would you- like to send me like five dollars and I'm sure we can find <laughs> with our five dollars together, like we can get Caroline this vest so she doesn't end up in the hospital. Be yeah, become a Patreon. We won't give you anything for it. <laughs> Except you'll still be here to do content. So that's kind right. of we can, will. You can consume our free podcast exactly. on Wednesdays. This doesn't with work with just me. So <laughs> well, I also it kind of keeping in that vein, this weekend I decided I didn't even ask you if you had things to talk about this segment. I just really felt like I needed to get some things off my chest. Okay, good. Go. <laughs> I have decided that accountability Uh is literally terrible. And I don't think that we talk enough about the downsides of accountability. Are you referring to any kind of accountability or like accountability with regards to weight loss and fitness regimes? Uh, Regimens? Sure. I don't know. Uh, I guess it depends on how stringent it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Strict. Uh, uh, So as I take a sip of my diet, Dr. Pepper, so let me tell you, <laughs> this is a little story um, about a girl named Lucky. Bum, bum. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I went so, in a different direction. I went Fresh Prince. Oh, good. Um, 
So all weekend I was struggling with nearly excruciating back pain. Very, very bad. And started to feel like, wait a minute, what if this is my kidneys? What if this is a kidney issue? And I had David look and he immediately, he's like, it's pretty swollen back here. And I'm like, are you talking about my love handles? Are you talking about like what is swollen? A lot of us have basically swollen middles (laughs) and other parts. So like, I don't know. But I was like, is this my body rebelling against the mass quantities of Diet Dr. Pepper? Like maybe I should cut back a little bit. And I thought, maybe I'll tell Hannah that I'm going to cut back. Then I thought, (laughs) absolutely not. Accountability sucks. Right. And I get the purpose of it, but I'm like, as, as someone who never wants to let someone down, yes, I'll be forced to lie. I'm not going to change my behavior if I decide, because I can justify to myself lots of reasons that I would have some or just cut back. Stress done. That's my reason for everything. (laughs) Yes. But I'm like, then I'm going to have to define it. And if she ever asks how it's going and it just, and again, this is, I'm someone who's living with someone in recovery. So I do very much understand (laughs) the benefits of accountability. We're the same, David. (laughs) Except except when it comes to my addiction, because I could quit anytime I want. It's not hurting anyone. You understand that. That sounds very much like an addict. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. It's legal. It's fine. Sure. Anyway, uh, I have scaled back some. Wait, wait, wait. So alcohol is legal. <laughs> okay. So are many listen. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll circle back at some point. Listen, and I can drink today at Dr. Pepper and drive is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, can you? Because this pain doesn't sound very like doable. Well, I have seat heaters again, Rich. Um, <laughs> and so I would just turn them on and it would help a little bit. Right. But I did scale back some. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anyone except now this podcast because I was thinking <laughs> like, I... All these close friends. <laughs> yeah. Back, uh, I don't know, a year ago, I had gone like 30 days without having a diet Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Yes, I remember that. That was the last time was we like, tried accountability. Yeah. And guess what? It's been terrible. I've, I'm drinking more than I ever have before. Um, well, but I hate the external ha- factors like a <laughs> pandemic and the other issues going on in our world. Like, it's probably not like you told me you weren't going to do it and then you didn't and then cracked. Like, it's not really <laughs> easier. Um, but I don't like that I have on record that I was right. like real high and mighty about like, I don't let someone else control what I do. Like, right, I don't want right, a substance right. to control me. I do. I do want a substance to control me. Yeah. I, I have gotta have back. Something. Yeah. I've scaled back over the last few days and I thought I would talk about that, but I'm like, you know, accountability could really be keeping people from moving forward in their lives because yeah. I didn't want to be accountable for it. I, the reason I don't like accountability is because I dislike answering to literally anyone. Yes, because I would ultimately lie. If you were like, hey, how's it going? Are you still cutting back like a good accountability partner? Right. I would be like, yep. Even if I knew full well I wasn't. Even if you're like sipping it right now. (laughs) Yes, dear. I I don't think I couldn't see myself getting annoyed at somebody else directly. Like if you were like, if I said, I'm going to cut back on something and you checked in, I wouldn't get annoyed at you in the moment. I would get annoyed thinking about it later on at some point, like, like, well, well, if I see this in Caroline, if I have this in Caroline asks, blah, blah. And then I would be like, Oh, she's not the boss of me and I don't care. And she's not in my situation right now. So I'm going to be having it and she can suck it. Like it does. It's not remotely personal, but I would just hate, I cannot stand. Like there's a reason I, (laughs) 
<laughs> I have said short, this is not really like, it's like I'm a problem and I'm not a problem employee, but there's a reason I haven't had like a long standing multiple year career. Like, it's somewhere. Well, I worked at a church as we've talked about. I worked there for a few years and because it was a church, they installed on everyone's computer, the software called Covenant Eyes that. that was... <laughs> it was an accountability software program. Uh huh. Nope. Oh man. That like if you searched certain <laughs> you search certain terms, the software would pick it up on your device and send it to your supervisor. Oh gosh. Which, like, I mean, what? So I wanted to see what would what? happen. <laughs> I wanted to see what would happen one day. Just like well, that seems. Let's um, see what happens. Is the Best way to have a good long career somewhere. <laughs> in ministry, as exactly. we've seen, Fallwells and others. Ed, um, Ed yeah, I can't, I don't even know that what the search term was, but it was something that absolutely would have tripped Covenant Eyes. It would have made Porn. Covenant Eyes blink. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> um, and as it turns out, I was the sucker. I could have been searching the nastiest stuff for three years because no one had assigned me a supervisor. So I oh got my, my own gosh. report. I got an email that was like, Covenant Eyes detected troublesome what? activity. And detected it was on my own computer. as a search term. <laughs> that's right. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, buddies. That's me. But it was me. Bars near me. <laughs> so that's the way to do accountability. Be disappointed in yourself. Right. Exactly. And then don't care and move on. <laughs> well, that's all I have for this segment. What's going? What's been going on with you? Not pretty quiet weekend news wise. I know. Well, yeah, nothing has been going on. I remained <laughs> largely unplugged this weekend, and it's Good almost like um, it's almost like pointless to bring up any sort of current news because this is Monday. By Wednesday, who knows? Like last week is when we got all this information about Trump's tax returns. But do you remember that being last week? No, no. Like it's, there's just so much. So it's like, what's even, I don't know. I have nothing. I have nothing about entertainment. Um, except I'm annoyed because there's a show called Emily in Paris. Have you heard about this? Yes. And people are losing their minds over it. Right. Um, I just can't, I'm like, do I really want to watch a show that is literally impossible for my life right now? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's do too I, aspirational. Like, I can't get to Paris right now. There's no way it's just going to make me annoyed. And anyway, so um, I'm bitter about that existing. And I read the two Camille Pagan books that you recommended um, Two no, wait, this won't end well. And I'm fine. And I'm fine. And neither are you. I'm really glad I read them in that order. Um, They were both in the reverse order. Oh, you did. Oh, that's right. I remember you saying that. Um, This won't end well was really good. And I had a lot of great thoughts about it. But there were like... I'm fine and neither are you just like, I don't, it's, I still don't quite know like what to say about it. <laughs> like it yeah, was just, me. it was really powerful for me. And, um, I think depending on what stage of life you are, you should read that book first, like in this one and well, um, it's the central character is not yet married, does not want kids and, um, has a lot going on with her career in um i'm finding neither are you the central character is married with two kids for a little while and uh ha- also has a lot going on with her career in you know balancing all of it so i kind of think you should read that one but, but i think i said it wrong read the one that you most identify with second because i think you'll find it more powerful like both of them are about these really 
interesting women and really diverse women in that like none of the characters in two books and i think she's got like five or six novels total um are like the same like everything is really different and she writes about real life really well and about love and loss although this won't end well isn't really about loss um but it was just really good and the uh i'm fine and neither are you was really challenging and inspirational for me and um made me also think like i just need to be checking on all my friends every second of every day yeah <laughs> like you have no privacy for me anymore so <laughs> what, what little i had anyway yeah, is really right. I mean, you didn't anyway but speaking of diet dr pepper and accountability <laughs> <laughs> no but really how are you right exactly um yeah it challenged me in that way too because i mean i i really related to both characters in that i think and uh-huh. that I'm very quick to be like, things are great. Like I want to be the positive one right. who like yes. wants to help my friends, which gosh, that makes me sound like insufferable, but I <laughs> stop very much of like sharing here all the ways I'm struggling. And our friendship has been really great for me in the being able to break down walls to say like, let's normalize some of these struggles, whether right. it's in marriage or parenting or whatever. Um, because I think, well, I don't want to talk, too much about it because it will get into our second segment. But I think Mm -hmm. it's hard to connect in that way without fear of stigma. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a little bit, a little bit, a side plot line of that, of one of those books that I'd like to get into in the next segment. But um, yeah, it just, you know, I found it kind of hard to connect with books over the summer, but lately I've just been flying through them. I think I set my Goodreads book to book goal to like 30 this year. And I believe I'm on 25. Wow. So that's where I'm at with my goals. <laughs> what have you done in 2020? But I've counted nothing because nothing matters. <laughs> but you know, that's it's the one thing I, that I'm like, oh, this is an attainable goal. I could actually finish on like anything else I wanted to this year. It really gets me down when I'm not connecting with books. Like when I'm right. in a book drive it's, spell. It's a huge bummer. And I'm totally like terrified of my next one because I find such enjoyment like reading books. And when I'm in one that I just can't get through, I'm like, I don't want to quit. I feel like a quitter, but I don't want to continue. Exactly. I hate feeling like a quitter. Yes. And David has been closing more the last few weeks because he's adjusted his schedule to be more available for um, virtual learning on the days the little girls have preschool. But right. those nights I'm like, oh, I have the night to myself. I can catch up on XYZ TV, typically Bravo or a trashy reality show. But those are not doing it for me the way books no, are right now. Exactly. I, I just want to read with my downtime. That's all I want. That's how I've been feeling too. And even though I'm into Money Heist, um, I started season two or part two, I think it's called in the Spanish TV world. <laughs> um, and I highly recommend it. I'm like, oh, but I really want to read and after so i read this this or i'm finding either you saturday and sunday i think and um now i have one more book on my on my kindle that i believe and then i believe i don't have library books i have some other books <laughs> that i need to read at home so when it's a library book too i'm like ah like i'm on a time crunch here yeah so um i've got ninth house by lee bardugo who i brought up a couple weeks ago cuz i read I was say that's familiar yeah i read her books um another book it's in some sort of shadow and bone universe i might be wrong about that mm, i can't remember but if you're into it at all dm me but this one seems totally different but i loved her writing so i'm very excited to get into that one and um 
yeah, I'm just I'm just way more into it. I you know over the summer I think I was more into TV, but now I'm just way more into books. I wonder if it's a season like because of the seasons. Do you think? Yeah, and I think it's I think it's also like what you need to stimulate you or right right not and, yeah you. <laughs> yes um, yeah. and I think they're just different channels that you, that you need like podcasts right. have been doing it for me for a long time on my walks but I noticed like the last week or so I'm like I'm just not really wanting. Right a podcast um i want all of you to always want podcasts but i'm <laughs> Only not personally hours. <laughs> um i finished a i don't know last week um a book called when we believed in mermaids oh right yeah and it was excellent um it is as always my favorite told from two different stories yes two different characters points of view uh shockingly a complicated family dynamic also um that really is your bread and butter it really is um it's i think it's become books maybe are helping too because i've zoned like really been able to zone in on what i love in a book right um and so i'm better at selecting them that are for that you know like a little bit of a mystery but not scary um this is that basically the the summary is um a sister loses her sister supposedly in a terrorist attack. Then 15 years later sees her on TV um, alive. And so the book kind of unfolds telling both their past and their presence as they, you know, ultimately collide. But again, I'm not giving anything away. That's like on the book jacket, but I loved it. Again, it's called when we believed in mermaids. If you have Kindle unlimited, LOL, it's available on there. (laughs) Um, you found you said that there was a huge hold list at yeah, the library. I put a right? hold on it at the library and I'm number ninety-third in line. So, so one day, library, right? Yes. Our app I don't think had it. Yeah, it was uh it's a real book, I believe. I don't think I could find it on <laughs> Libby. So <laughs> no, one, one fine day I shall <laughs> exactly. I shall find out about the mermaids as well. But the hold <laughs> it is not today. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to record an episode that I am reluctant to record. I am um, excited about. (laughs) It came to us via listener request. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Um, Okay, we're back. And we wanted to talk this week about, well, I wanted to talk this week. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. About making friends as an adult. And I think we have brought this up before um, at some point in the last two years. But yeah, with April, her first episode was about. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes. And um, I think it's a good idea to bring it up again and with a little bit of a different light, especially in lieu of the fact that we can't do all that much right now. I mean, North Carolina, at least, is moving to phase three, which means like basically back to normal if everyone outside is to be it is to be believed. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, we haven't really done anything different since May. <laughs> yeah, like right. April or May, like we've basically been doing the exact same things. And um, once playgrounds open, that's all I cared about. And then right. the rest, I'm like, I'm still not going to restaurants. Really, I'm right. still not. I think we've only been to two restaurants and that was with my parents both times, one of which was outdoors and it was like, um, my dad's birthday. So, and it mm-hmm. was a barbecue joint. Like <laughs> I, per- I have been to two restaurants 
the kids have not been to any yeah. unless you count McDonald's drive through Oh, <laughs> so, or, yeah. The drive throughs have seen us many times. Yes. I'm like, oh, hi, it's us again. All right. Still me three again. Three cheeseburger Yeah, still exactly. <laughs> still just put whatever, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but I think it's interesting because I have found myself sometimes feeling so lonely like on the times when like it wouldn't work out for us to see each other outside or Mm -hmm. um but then times like today you know i'm like exhausted but also i feel like if if you were like let's hang out right now i would be like oh i'm so tired and then all you would have to do would be like let's hang out and i would be like okay fine like i would give in there's no way (laughs) there's no way i wouldn't but then um I would feel so much more energized. Like I get so much energy out of just like socializing and it honestly doesn't even have to be like close friends. (laughs) It can be like literally any human. I will literally take anyone like to have an adult conversation gives me so much energy. So (laughs) I just, for me, it's like, it's literally what I live for right now is like conversations fun. But at the same time, I'm also not ready to like make plans with people that are not like my close three to four friends. So it's like an interesting, like I would like to talk to you forever uh, here on the street where we just ran into each other and uh, warning. I consider politics to be small talk. So (laughs) well, I can, I I guess I can relate a little bit. Here's you don't have to lie. (laughs) Okay. I cannot relate to you at all. Frankly, Um, I, I, feel like I I don't know. Okay. I was reluctant to record this because I was so worried that I would come off sounding like a jackass. Yes. And I might. Am I excited about that? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Here I come off my pedestal, all you listeners. Um, The the question was posed like really, how do you navigate the complications with making new friends as an adult? You know, Mm -hmm. how do you nurture friendships? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because... The idea of making a new friend absolutely is the last thing that I want right now. I don't, not because I feel like, oh, I'm the most popular person in the world, though probably I am, but (laughs) (laughs) who would you rather be friends with? Just vote on Instagram, little poll. Um, (laughs) But the idea to me, nothing is more exhausting to me or draining than small talk Mm -hmm. or meeting somebody new. I can't because I use up all of my outgoing introvert personality in one hangout. Right. Then I am so hard on myself after and think that I did the worst job ever representing myself and that no one would want to hang out with me again. That whole rigmarole is is the bane of my existence. Okay. I either need us to be strangers and never speak to each other. Right. Or immediate best friends and we only talk to each other there's no like in between right. for me and and i thrive in the in between i hate it because i have like this group of women that i so enjoy but we've never maybe catapulted to like super close friends right right and i hate that because i'm like what should do i should i can i text them is that weird if i like pop into someone's text to say hi or tell them something that made me think of them that feels weird right Uh, am i reacting to their insta stories too much am i commenting too much or then if i see them in person which has been obviously been a while since Mm -hmm. any of that has happened i'm like i was so awkward i talked about myself too much i sounded like i always think that still i know i'm always like did i ask enough questions or did i just talk enough like did i close my mouth enough probably not 
I'm like, honestly. With me trying to relate anecdotally, yes, it exactly. Me, I feel like I'm forever joining conversations that other people are having right. by like relating with an anecdote. And then right. I'm like, that was awful. Like at birthday parties, it's so hard for me because I'm like, I I was horrible. They're never going to invite right, me back. Right, 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 right. Um, so that I think keeps me from wanting to extend my circle because right. I just need us to already be best friends. Like there's just, yes, I, can't, yes. I can't do the in-between. I, you're great at it. I thrive. Like I just absolutely thrive. I, I think a good, a good difference between a good way to perfectly encapsulate the difference between you and I is that a, a good friend of ours um, is hosting a wine night on Thursday. And I literally jumped at the chance and you were just like, <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm unavailable. I don't care what day it is. <laughs> like, like, I can't do it's it. It's just not, it doesn't help you. Like it helps me. Like it's, yeah, it's more it's on you energy. and it takes stuff off of me. Yes. It's an en- energy expenditure for me. And I don't feel like I readily have that available. Right. And for you, it is completely an energy restorer. Yes, exactly. And, and so, a stress relief. And uh, no, I can't because I'm like, okay, excuse to drink socially. <laughs> you don't need an excuse. I've been around you enough, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, scheduling childcare or making sure yeah. like David's schedule is okay for this to happen. Or, right. you know, like we talked, about like some of the marital trade-off of, okay, well, can I cash in on this one? Yes, like, well, yes. I wish I hadn't. Um, I'm deathly afraid of hangovers, but to survive any of that, I would need a couple glasses of wine before I didn't feel completely uncomfortable. Right. Um, I don't know. It's just, there's always a reason. And yeah. okay, here's, here's a good example. I met this woman at the pool this summer. Um, who I liked very much. Like we kind of hit it off, like chatting um, in the pool. You have no idea how offended I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about jealousy here in a second. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, and like, I really liked her and she told me she was new to town. She was recently a single mom. And I, so I struggle with also caring a lot. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, oh, you don't have friends here. I will become your best friend. Right. But at the same time, knowing I'm going to cancel every plan we try to make. I just, <laughs> just right, right. So we exchanged numbers. I texted her first to say, like, it was so nice to meet you. We are at the pool a lot. Hopefully we'll see each other there. Left it at that. She called my bluff and was like, hey, we'd love to hang out like this week. Are you available Thursday? And I was like, nope. Like it oh, immediately, man. I was like, nope, because I'm going to cancel this. This is not Okay. And then she reached out a couple more times and I like so applauded the fact that she was right. <laughs> reaching out. Right. Like, this takes a lot of effort, especially if you're new to the area. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I felt like I had the power in that relationship. I was like <laughs> the worst. But every time either it was le- a legitimate reason it didn't work out or right. I just knew I could not commit to it. Right. Um, then I felt terrible because it was like, okay, well, this is like a failure to launch. Yeah. I look like a jerk. I completely look like a jerk. So I reached out to her one more time and she was like pretty cool back. Cool as in like distant back and rightfully so. I mean, I, it was the worst. And I will think about that for years. I think that I like really let somebody down. It it was just that whole experience. I was like, I can't have new friends. Well, (laughs) this is not where I live. It sucks. It's like your version, her version of being let down by you is completely out of your control. And it's a lot of it is just the times we live in. Like, there's literally only one thing, or not literally, there's like one-ish things you can do with someone. 
right now yeah. socially true. It's, pool. True. Then it's the pool um now it could be the playground but like it's like there's one thing we can do if i cannot guarantee that i'm up for that and especially if you have more kids that are like, like you're jane ellis is still napping that makes a big yeah. difference you also are full-time work like work it's just so much and so it's not on you for wanting to be nice and wanting a new friend and um I think it's where not I on her for wanting a new friend like I think where I get hung up and I feel this on both sides of the equation people who are wanting to make new friends and people who are being asked to be new friends is I also am in constant conflict with I want to be nice. And in principle, in theory, I want new friends. Mm-hmm. Also, I know I'm not working very hard to make that happen. In this case, I had like kind of predecided like I'm not really going to follow up unless we both happen to be at the pool together. Right. But I am not going out of my way to set up anything. Um like I would if you were like, hey, let's go do something. You right, know? right, right. But we also have the comfort level. And maybe this is the difference. If we set up something and then it was just a day that things were going haywire and it wasn't working, it would not hurt either of our feelings to be like, it's just not going to work right, out. Right, right, right. With a new friend that we don't really know each other yet, I would feel very obligated that under no circumstances can I change that. Totally. You know? Yeah. And I think... I get pre-exhausted by the chance that plans are probably going to change or I'm not going to want to do it. And it has nothing to do with the other person. I just, anything I commit to, I'm going to dread and not want to do because I committed to it, which is why I can't commit to that wine night. I just, I know I'm going to dread it. Um, Also, also other reasons. um, (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Everyone is awesome. Um, that sounded so sarcastic. They really are. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, there's no way to get out of this. I sounded like a jerk. This I just know. Right. It doesn't matter what it was. <laughs> yes. It, it's it's not. Trust me. It's so not personal that Caroline doesn't want to be any of your friends. I do. Please don't <laughs> let me go. Um, but I, um, the part I wanted to bring up that is, it's not spoilery in um, I'm fine and neither are you, is that there was there's one scenario where the main character is learning basically to like like basically she kind of it feels like she kind of lets people walk all over her and Mm -hmm. then she has like kind of a casual friendship with a neighbor who takes things like a step too far as far as like just walking into her house and stuff like that and i think for me that's always like my fear is like everyone not being on the same page like you know i love casual friends. I love great friends. I feel like I have a good amount of great friends and I continue to make casual friends. And I feel like everyone I meet is like pretty much on the same page as me, but I feel like all it takes is like maybe one or one experience with someone going too far or just maybe it's not, it's not that it's too far. It's just something that you didn't have in mind originally. Yeah. I think, I think finding mutual expectations and mutual boundaries. Right. Takes a lot, which is why I hate the in between part. Exactly, that can be really hard. And then I feel like it's easy to be like, uh, I feel like I should tread carefully and like not. I don't know, but I what I have done, and also I've been. I feel like I've been doing this more lately, um, kind of just adjusting this mindset, but also a little bit inspired by the book is like not as much like (laughs) there's a couple instances, I guess not as much in the book, just in self realization, but just kind of understanding that like the best I can do is be a casual friend. I probably won't remember your birthday. I'm not that good. Like I'm not thoughtful. You are really, really thoughtful. I usually forget to be thoughtful or it's like, that's my thing of like a ton of effort. Like if, 
like sending food to someone, like I would love to send you a gift card (laughs) or food delivery of some sort, but like anything that takes like extra, like, whereas like you will go above and beyond to like take a full Thanksgiving dinner to someone. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, I don't, you want this? No, but I'd love to talk to you for five hours. (laughs) It's the effort exchange because I, anybody that I know, I want to provide food for. I want to love them in that way. It does not matter. But then sometimes I worry, was that too intimate of a gesture? If Mm -hmm. I like tell somebody who is not one of my best friends, I know you're having a hard time or whatever I saw. Sometimes it's like, I saw in your Insta story that your kid was sick. Also, here's like two full meals. (laughs) Is that like too much to your point of this character in the book? Like, is this now weird that someone's going to feel like I expect something reciprocal? But to me, that is just, I want to do that. I don't want to sit for five hours. Right. Right. And I have actually really loved the pandemic from the point of the point of (laughs) huge COVID fan. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Donald Trump, we are loving this. Both of Um, you are really capitalizing on it. We're really thriving during this time. Yeah. Uh, Stronger than ever. (laughs) I, there were, there's very little that I would dread because it's like, I don't have to navigate trying to figure out how to hang out. And again, mm-hmm. I don't have like invitations flooding my box, but I mean, like there would be friends I hadn't seen in a while. I'd right. be like, oh, I should probably try to set something up or, you know, there would be the, we should get together. And there was, there's been none of that for seven months. No one says that. Right. But I really like texting. I like being able to read things on my own time, <laughs> responding right. to things. Without it being like, okay, we'll have to download all of this in one hour or two hours over wine. I like that pacing. And I feel like I can check in more genuinely with more people than if it were up to me to figure out a time to meet up. (laughs) So I'm like, texting is great. That to me is ideal. So I've really liked this time. I've liked it too. Um in that it's gotten me outside more to make more casual friends in my neighborhood. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I like it because I don't have to. I can immediately go inside. Right. That's exactly. <laughs> it's the best of... But again, COVID is working out for us. But it's... Um, t- I think personally, I've just grown in caring less about like what I give off and... Not what I give off. Caring less about like... <laughs> uh, I don't care what you think about I me. I'm your friend. I don't care if I was rude. <laughs> We're best friends. Um, you said to me a long time ago, like last year or something, because um, I came to you at the Y and I was like, oh my gosh, I just had the most awkward situation. I'm sure I made a fool of myself. And I told you all about it and you were like, release that. They don't care. Like, I promise yeah. you, they're not thinking about you. And I was just like... Well, that hurts, but that's very true. <laughs> like, I mean, but really, it's like you need someone to tell you, like, no one is thinking about you. And yeah. that, like, ever since you've said that, it's really just, I mean, in little ways, I think even now, but I think now all of us have levels of like DGAF. And that's like where I'm at. I'm like, I hope we can be friends casually. And, you know, I'm happy to help you if I see you that you're in need. Text me if there's an emergency, but like, we probably can't be meeting up all the time because like I do have friends that I make plans with and I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at, but also I recognize that I'm very lucky to live where I live, which is like in a neighborhood full of families that are in the same position as me. Like we're kind of like all going crazy and trying to, we're able to get our kids outside to play in a relatively safe area. Um, that is also not like super packed. And 
So, you know, there's a lot of luck involved in that too. So yeah, there are some equalizers. I mean, I think everybody burn out of Zoom pretty early, <laughs> early, yes, like in exactly. all of this. But I think now, depending on where you live, I think almost everywhere places are opening up a little bit. Yeah. Minus nine nine boroughs in New York that are or nine zip codes in New York that are closing back down. Yikes. But um so sorry if you live in one of those zip codes. But I think there are ways to meet people where they are. If you don't have kids or you have kids and don't want to do playgrounds, I think there are some creative things that you can do if you want to get together with somebody. Yeah. And if you want closer friends with someone I don't know what to tell you because I don't know how to do that but maybe evaluate who's kind of on your bubble of like right maybe this is a good time to say like hey I know we've always wanted to get together I haven't been able to do that but I was just thinking about you and start some conversations via text that always feels nice I feel less awkward and less uncomfortable over text so I feel like I probably accelerate things too fast like do you want to hear about like I don't know, my husband's addiction or my miscarriages or whatever. <laughs> right. I said miscarriages. I've had a single one, but um, infertility, let's talk about that kind of right. stuff. Um, but that's exactly what I do too. And I do think like if you're looking to make friends, I think you shouldn't be afraid of that. Like don't be creepy about it, obviously. But like, I mean, I think I love to normalize and talk about like anxiety and stress and I don't just the regular things. and. I I can tell like if people are super into it, like obviously like be aware, <laughs> like, you know, you know, how some <laughs> right. people are like the, the, you, oh. you're really socially unaware of like the fact that what you are putting out there is not being well accepted. So <laughs> right, just, you know, well, say something about, and also I think the best way to connect with people is to talk about your struggles because that, I don't know. I just feel like that's the thing that connects people the, the quickest. Oh, I'm so bad about that though. I feel like if somebody leads with, if you're great about leading uh, with, it's been a really hard morning. Here are all the ways. Also, here's some audio <laughs> some messages about, about it. Whining, but sure, <laughs> sure, sure. But typically, if somebody was like, "Hey, how is your Monday going?" I don't want to then answer that question with, well, let me tell you all the ways it's not going well. Right. Only I do that. Like, <laughs> right. But I feel like we have that level of yeah. uh, of relationship. So typically, then I lead things off with. It's been great. Like things are going well. We're doing right. well. You know, whatever. And then if somebody's like, "Oh, okay. Well, we've had a few bumps," and I want to be like, "Actually, I amend everything I said. I'm a liar." So right. here's here are all the ways. But it's hard to navigate that sometimes because it, I it is hard. Don't I mean, you want to wait. You have to down. feel it out. And but I just think like for me, it's easiest to connect with someone. Well, like for instance. Some friends started off by saying like, how, how are you? How's your weekend? Which first of all, gives you a chance to talk about yourself, but friends who are like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I had like such a crazy morning. Um, blah, blah, blah. What about you? Gives you like way more chance to like talk, talk about it, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, it was kind of rough or like, oh no, it's good for me. Like, what are, what, what am I missing? I don't know. Like just funny. It doesn't have to be serious. I just think talking about things that are like, crazy or out of the ordinary or stressful like those are much more like it's it's deeper than how's it going good um april who was our original guest for this original episode and i hope still listens to the podcast Mm -hmm. um is somebody that i would like to stalk and be best best friends with but she has this really great way of asking questions where I was texting with her one night and she was like, send me your three favorite pictures that you took this weekend. And I'm like, okay, well, that's amazing. Like what a cool thing 
you know, to ask somebody. Right. Or she'd be like, what was your favorite thing that happened today? And I'm like, this is like a really great technique <laughs> to engage people where it is kind of you're losing the barrier. Right. You know, right. and I'm like, OK, well, this is absolutely something that I've never employed, but I want to. Right. Um, I did want to ask you another question because I know we're both really bad at <laughs> about it. Um, how do you not get jealous, <laughs> friends? Oh, because uh, we are I very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I we don't not jealous, get jealous. <laughs> I am jealous of everyone, everything. If you have said hi to me in your life and you say hi to another person, I'm not happy about it. So <laughs> with, with equal or less uh, enthusiasm. Right, exactly. That doesn't matter. Um, I mean, I <laughs> I sent you a screenshot of a conversation that I had on Instagram with a friend that you knew about. And it was like apropos of nothing in that in the conversation, but you were like, first of all, I'm really upset because I didn't know you were this good of friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you can you give someone on. a cup of sugar if they need it, but like beyond that, I am your only friend. And that goes to yeah. every single person that I'm talking to right now. <laughs> stop 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 them bleeding if they're actively bleeding. Do nothing else for right. them. Call nine one one. You're not a professional. It's fine. It's it's interesting because I am not at all a jealous person inside my romantic relationship. I'm like, whatever. I don't even know who you talk to. That's fine. But inside <laughs> of friendships, I'm like, how dare you? Right. And it stems from... Like, which I, one of these relationships means more to me? Uh, my girlfriends. So yes. back off. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, somebody could rank low on the amount that I care about. <laughs> and I sound like such a jackass. So, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, oh man. Somebody could keep really going, be low. Keep going. You're killing it. You're killing it. I think maybe a better way to say what you're trying and failing to say is somebody might not be my absolute best friend in the world like you are, Hannah, but somebody could be et like cetera. Yeah, but somebody that I I may not spend a yeah, ton just, of emotional finish. At this point, just say the same. Like we all know where. Sure. Somebody could be lower on my priority list of friendships. Sure. That sounds, that sounds okay, right? That's it. Yeah. We'll land there. But, but if I am not their absolute favorite friend that they think about the most, <laughs> right. that they text that they're thinking about me, I am, my feelings are legitimately hurt. Right, so just right. know that like, if you're going to talk to me, I have to immediately become your number one favorite person right. because it like, there's no, there's no in between for me. Like you cannot right. casually like me. You either have to actively dislike me or, or and if that's you do that, I will hate myself also. So please don't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Also only adore me. It doesn't matter how I feel about you. Right. <laughs> my thing I think is that like my close, close friends, I literally like, that those my any anecdotes like involve them so like if yeah. i'm talking to any other friends like they don't know you but like the amount of times i'm like caroline said and like yeah. they must be so annoyed. like who is caroline like what and why what does she say like well, I, I just like, like with my sitters i'm like oh i was just telling hannah you right, know hannah right. like, no i don't i don't this person means nothing again, to me. like i again i don't nor am i hannah so if you could <laughs> remember that like it's just so i'm just always like it's like uh yeah well lauren said the same thing about first grade like but like, and it's like these people don't know lauren but yeah i don't care like you need to know that lauren said <laughs> right. well the other thing is i call everyone my friend so if we have met one time, I will continue to talk oh, about I, it in yes, conversation. I do the exact same my thing. Friend. Yeah. Oftentimes for my own clout, I will elevate people to be my good friend. You know, like <laughs> I totally got called out on this in a big way at the pool this summer. So I was trying to make 
our future kindergarten teacher adore me. I kind of stalked her on Facebook. Gosh, I hope she doesn't listen. Kind to this. of. Um, <laughs> I had very much. I saw that she went to our church, but because we're at a public school, I couldn't like talk to her about it. But I found a way to work it into the conversation. It's fine. It's fine. And she was like, <laughs> do you, you say know this? I used to work at a church. <laughs> no, I used you across oh, the pool right. to be like, Hannah, did I mention that our church is not going back in right. person? You used and me and then bailed on me and swam across the pool. I was scared when our church was going back because I she turned will around never and not want to be involved in any conversation. Yeah, that's <laughs> not true. matter the subject matter. That's true. But um, this <laughs> teacher was like, oh, do you know this worship leader? And I was like, she's one of my really good friends. And she was like, oh, you know, she lives in the neighborhood. And I was like, of course I do. She used our realtor. Like, we're really good friends. And that was the last Hannah was involved in any sort of conversation <laughs> at the pool that day. Hey, you took care of my kids. It was Floating fine. off um, on my luxury floaty by myself. Well, I think I think you had left at the same time that this person, this very, this person that I had defined as my very good friend arrived. And I have not talked to her in about two years. And oh, we were hilarious. close. We were close when I was on staff. But then, you know life happens right but i was like hey <laughs> and she's like oh my talking about you and i'm like oh my gosh if she does if she acts like she doesn't know me how hilarious if she was like over caroline <laughs> <laughs> remind me your name um thankfully it all worked out fine unless our teacher listens to this episode she'll never know i played it super cool but i was like this is when this goes bad for me yes exactly <laughs> like, this is my, she's one of my best friends well there was another moment at the pool this summer where someone came up to the pool and just started talking to you and you just <laughs> talked to them like they were your best friend and i was just standing in the shallow and again in my luxury floaty fifteen dollars from amazon and just shocked match, and i'm just like my who, I, yes i mean yes i did ask your kindergarten teacher where she got her floaty <laughs> yes i did that and i have no regrets but i was just like I, i'm like first of all who is this person i've literally never heard her name because then you introduce her to me and i'm just like Okay, this isn't right. This isn't right You're at all. You're welcome for manners. I've never God. heard of you. What? Who are you? Like, why are you in my yes, friend's my life? Nature. <laughs> like, my just, warm, welcoming nature. My warm, welcoming The complete, like, I was just so thrown off. And then again, I'm just floating in the pool. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, at this point, like, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't have a kid at a charter school. So I can't be involved in anything except... <laughs> To continue to support public education. So I don't know. Okay, well, how how about if we're going to play that game? How about the time before you moved and abandoned me? Sure. I, I trotted my children across the street to give you pictures that they'd drawn of you. And you were talking to someone that I had never met and never introduced me. So Who's I, that? I don't remember that. Are you kidding me? No. Because you didn't know her. So I was like, hold on, you know, Blair, as soon as Miss Hannah finishes talking, I'm sure she'd love to see this piece of art Who that you made her. To? Oh my gosh, I have no memory. No memory okay. at all. I'll tell you, I can't tell you on mic. I'll tell you later. <laughs> and also, I have no memory of this at all. I can only tell you from context clues because you never introduced me. I don't know their name. Oh, that is the dog's, the dog's name is Stella. So Who? the dog's name is Stella. It's also a beagle. They live up around the corner. Okay, you have met her Never. for sure. You've Never. met her. She's basically our neighbor as well. No, anyone beyond three houses oh, up is not my neighbor. Wow. 
Well, anyway, fair anyway. enough. I did screw up that situation. I just now remembered it. But yeah, so we uh, we awkwardly hovered. We're never included. <laughs> we're never included in the conversation. Yeah, and then take walked the home. Hint. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, we did. We walked home. So uh, I don't know what's better or worse there. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, I remember like, thinking, I am not handling this well. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad that you knew that. And I'm I still fully, waiting for my I apology. Did so. know that. I know I've apologized for it. <laughs> that. I do know. Uh, not on air. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry for you making new friends and me feeling like I had to compensate for it. Thank so. you. I'm going to continue to process it before I forget you. No doubt. Um, well, this dysfunction is probably a good place to take a break <laughs> before we come back because I really want Caroline to talk about her uh, good oh, idea boy. today it was as requested by Chris, the Batchmaker. So for best friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's legit for sure. <laughs> we'll be right back. So um, we're back and I'm not going to I'm not going to try and compete with for the spotlight on this one because I'm very excited about this um, story. Spoilers. It involves flu shots. We are very pro flu shot. My family, I had a little text celebration (laughs) with Caroline and Chris this morning because I said my whole family has now gotten the flu shot for the year. But I forgot about Milan. <laughs> but he's scheduled. Sorry. So sorry, firstborn son. Sorry. As always. <laughs> like everything else is about you. I couldn't remember the flu shot. But <laughs> get your flu shot. If you do it at Publix or Target, you get a gift card. I didn't. So I really missed out on a lot of free stuff there. But over to you <laughs> okay. for this. <laughs> So this is like a, a conglomeration of two stories that involve shots with kids, which as as pro flu shot as I am, we may just need to skip it this year because <laughs> nothing may be worth <laughs> nothing. Nothing would be worth reliving what happened to me last year. Um, our pediatrician's office throws like a flu shot fair or it did pre COVID. Shockingly, they are, don't seem to be this year. <laughs> right. Where they have a bounce house and games and cotton candy and popcorn and uh then also <laughs> a station to get your flu shot. So my kids were very excited to go on a Saturday to the pediatrician to the carnival, but right. I didn't mention like also PS I'm taking you to get your flu shot. So we did all the games <clears throat> Then we go into this little vestibule and I have all three kids with me just by myself, of course. And uh, (laughs) Norbeth immediately sees what happens and like turned into what I can only describe as a wild animal. And she is a very (laughs) complacent child, like very very sweet. Like she's very easy. Like my kids individually are all so easy. Right. Um, And very like mild. Like, not, I don't know, not Jane Ellis, but you know, the rest of them. (laughs) Sure. sure. Um, Anna Blair got her. She was scared, but she got hers. No problem. I'm like holding Jane Ellis, sweating profusely. And Norbeth (laughs) keeps trying to run away. And there's no possible way to run away. And I have a kid. Like, it's all, it was just a disaster. So she's like screaming, losing it, screaming. And there's like a woman from the Y who takes care of her uh, when the Y has childcare, like behind us watching all of this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I had never seen that behavior from one of my children. It wasn't even like, oh, I know what to do about this or, oh, I was anticipating this. 
So anyway, we get her like held down in a non-traumatic fashion. Sure, LOL. sure. Um, <laughs> she gets her flu shot. We get in the car to go to some promised like library event. And she's like, that wasn't so bad. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Well, fast <laughs> wasn't it fast though? For, for who? So fast forward <laughs> two months and it's time, maybe six weeks. And it's time for her five-year well check. Which somehow I had ended up toting all the children to. Right. I don't know how this has happened. I think maybe I scheduled Anna Blair's well check at the same time. And I was like, oh, we'll just do all of this yeah. together. Um, <clears throat> so I decided I'm not going to lie to her and right. I'm not going to surprise her. Like Maybe it was the surprise factor that was working against me. So I like prepped her like you're going to get shots. Grace has already had hers. Milan's already had his. Like right. this is just part you safe. This is why we get shots. And she was telling me like, I do not want this. And I'm like, okay, well, <clears throat> it's going to happen. But she right. seemed like, okay. With it. So on the way to the appointment, I'm like, remember, they're going to give you shots. She was totally fine during the appointment, charming the pediatricians, just being her typical self. Right. <laughs> so then the appointment concludes and they're like, okay, now we just have our shots. And I was like, okay, so they leave the room and I'm like, hey, Norbeth, it's time. <laughs> it's time for your shot. And again, I don't like, I don't know if you read the Animorphs books growing up where they yes. like changed. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. Like she took on whatever creature comes upon <laughs> her when it's shot time. Werewolf, and I assume. <laughs> immediately she goes and hides in a cabinet inside <laughs> the room, pushes, like holds it in. Do oh herself. Gosh. The nurse comes in, and I again have two other children that I'm trying to take care of, and I'm like, and we're probably okay. like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, and so I'm like trying to get her out of the cabinet, and right. she's like screaming, like, I don't want this, I don't want this. So I'm holding on to her, and she just starts kicking everywhere, and it's like not even her in the eyes. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right, it's right. Some, it's someone else. So she's like kicking, she kicks Anna Blair in the face. Oh my god! She's like hitting and kicking the nurses. And not like she gets loose enough that she just books it out of the room and is <laughs> running down the hallway. And I'm like mortified, but also don't know what to do with my kids, right. my other one. And I hear the nurse yell, like, lock the door, there's a runner. <laughs> so they lock the door at reception and our our office is like a big U. So right. if she can't get out of the reception door, she just has to make a U. Right. So she finds out she's back, like, in the center of the room. So she runs into another room, <laughs> closes that door, <laughs> closes that door and locks herself in that cabinet. Oh and I'm like, my I, gosh. I just don't like, I just didn't know what to do because right. I'm like, I don't know what this, I don't know who this is. I don't know what this right. is. I don't know. The, I don't know the protocol, but also I'm like, if my, I, I hate that like this child is like, she's screaming, don't let them touch me. Don't let them right. touch me. Right. And I'm having to be like, sorry, right. like you have to. So they end up bringing in another nurse. <laughs> yeah. And Anna Blair, I have to leave alone crying in another <laughs> room because she's <laughs> And she's terrified right. because Norbeth is terrified. And she's like, what kind of sucker am I that I've missed like right. what I'm supposed to be afraid of? Exactly. So all of us hold Norbeth down. And thankfully, I guess she had enough adrenaline and she didn't even feel it Naturally. because we had to be like, you're finished. So I'm like ap apologizing, like trying not to cry. I mean, I have soaked right. through whatever I'm wearing and I'm hauling all the kids out. Like we are being blacklisted and the, they were like <laughs> laughing and I kind of was, but they, they were like, it's been a while since we've had a runner. And I was like, <laughs> happy to fulfill cool. your quota. 
cool. Um, I've never seen Norbeth is not like a particularly fast kid, but right. I have never seen the speed and agility of that. Like never. So we get to the car and she's like, that wasn't so bad. And I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I guess I just kind of freaked out. And I was like, yeah, do you, think, do you think? And I was like, what were you thinking? And she was like, I just needed to get out of there. And I was like, <laughs> mommy yeah. needs so, a drink. So, yeah. <laughs> so when our pool had hosted a flu shot clinic and we thought kids could go, I was like, guess what, everybody? It's time to get in the car. We're going to get flu shots. And she was like, no, no, no. Like it immediately starts crying. This was this year. <laughs> this was last week. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. This was this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, Mm-mm. like I don't I, and I'm like no it's gonna be great Milan's going again like this whole rigmarole right like, right Henry's going Grace is going right then you texted to say that there were none right, right at the time that he was like okay I think I'm ready and I'm uh, like well shit because right. yeah, you can't get one so today when you told me that Publix had them for kids I was telling her like okay you know that you're gonna need to get a flu shot this year right and she was like well I had a dream last night that it's only for grownups now. So that sounds good. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, okay. it does. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so like that, clearly that's we, what we're doing. Herd immunity. Clearly we haven't, like, yeah, clearly we haven't progressed to quite the level. And I'm like, yeah, you're doing another quarter of virtual learning. That's fine. You're not going anywhere. Right, exactly. Like, who ca- honestly, like, who cares? <laughs> Hopefully I'm you're fine. Like, do they give vaccines that are general anesthesia? Like, I don't right. know how to do... Right. I can't live through that again. Like, maybe I'll make give David her do it. Benadryl? Yeah, you should make David do it. And she'd be like, you're I'm up, like, bud. Like, after yeah. the twice that <laughs> I was traumatized last year, it's your turn. Yeah. And take all of them with you. Exactly. I need to find a drive through one, I guess, where she can't... Right. Where she's already restrained. Yes. And also duct tape her seatbelt because she would unbuckle. 100%. And then she'd run out into so, traffic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, so I don't know if you have like a lead on some Xanax that, uh, junior that you yeah. don't mind sending my way. Fine. Just a regular one and you can like cut it and give some. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'll just get child size dose. So anyway, get your flu shot, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. It was just naughty. But you know, the funny thing was, she didn't remember it the next day. Like I was like, right. it hey, was so like some like, sort of fugue state. It had to have been. <laughs> it had to be because Anna Blair like held it against her for days. And she was like, you kicked me. And <laughs> Norma, like, like genuinely was just like, no, I didn't. Like she would never kick Anna Blair. Right. So she was like, no, I didn't. And Anna Blair's like, yes, you did. And I had to be like, yes, baby. You also like hit the nurses. <laughs> you know, you, you did things. And she was like, uh-uh, not me. She's and I'm like, like mm, you can't prove it, can you? <laughs> Did you take video or no? So I don't know. Exactly. Uh, anyway. Oh my gosh. Shot. Get your flu shot. Take care of your kids. Go home and have a drink if that's your mode of release. <laughs> if not, do something else. But we all deserve something. So yeah, we all win a prize. Exactly. Ugh. Well, <laughs> we'll be back here next week talking about whatever talking we talk about, about whatever let us know if you yeah. have options i mean if you wanna, opinions. if you want to be casual friends talk to hannah if you want to yeah. immediately become best friends and only best friends talk to me <laughs> either way good luck but, but never want to <laughs> hang out if you just want to become text best friends exactly. i'm down for that exactly all right well we will see you next week <laughs>